Hey, 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 this is Brad and Isaiah, and welcome to another episode of Now and Then with Brad and Isaiah. Yes, who's back? Back again. Brad is back. Yeah, yeah. Um, We're back, bitch. Full strength. We're back. We got the uh, roster back. Yeah, dude. Full strength. Fully and, cleared. Uh, coming at you hard. Hard come. <laughs> Just coming at you so hard. Just Just right out the gate. Two grown men coming at you. Both barrels. (laughs) Boom, boom. Um, (laughs) This is the episode for the week of May the 10th through the 16th. And uh, on that note, Isaiah, tell me about my week. My week. Yeah, you know, we're out here. We're surviving. We're thriving, kind of. I broke a coffee pot today. That was fucking annoying. But. Terrible. You know, happens? it wasn't even that high up. Like we're talking, like okay, I'm about to put it in my little lower shelf, and then just whoop, 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 thousand splendid pieces. So that was that. But other other than that, incidents. Honestly, I've been rocking it this week. Um, you know, just hanging out, working, eating food. Um, I had Penn Station and Mellow Mushroom in the same damn day. I was gonna comment on that. You ready to talk if about it? Yeah. If you didn't. Bring that up in Isaiah's food corner. Yeah, I was gonna say something. It was definitely I was a big staple. I actually had a. I, what's really, really funny about it is I I actually like double takes on your story. Like, like what was that? It was like Instagram or yeah, Snapchat or yeah, yeah. It was yeah. on Snap. It was on uh, Facebook. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, remember, like you posted on whatever social media, and I like went and had to double take because I was like, I was like, oh, that looks good. Oh yeah, that looks tasty too. And then I realized, like, wait. That's a lot of food. How and, far apart was that? Was in like, a 12-hour cycle. I was like, damn. Was I'm like, cultivating mass, Brad, okay? I'm <laughs> cultivating a lot of mass sometimes, and then I work it off. I mean, Maybe. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, you were killing it, because, like, Penn Station, tasty as fuck. Mellow Mushroom, tasty as fuck. Okay, but actually, can we talk about this, though? I'm actually glad that we did bring up my meal, because in the last episode, we've discussed this, and it lives with me rent-free that Mellow Mushroom's pretzels not pretzels. Oh, um, did we bring that up? Uh, it was a lost one, unless you might have brought yeah, it up. I think it was one of lost episodes. But like, either way, we need to always address this so that the world knows that delicious as those motherfuckers are. In case anybody isn't aware, I used to work at Mellow Mushroom for, yes. for a little bit. And, and I mean, he was running that shit. Running it. No. Running it. Lord <laughs> of Mushroom. They called him the Mushroom Man. Absolutely was not running it. But I did learn that uh, their pretzels are just straight up Straight up, guys. Uh, the pizza dough. Yeah, they just and you can taste it, it. You can taste it, dude. I literally bought. Once a you found out, you did. yeah, dude. Yeah. You broke my brain. <laughs> that shit. So I had the I had a calzone and I had the pretzels and I'm eating them like, and I'm like, it's the same, <laughs> it's same, the same. And I'm like, man, oh, it was such a red I'm thread sorry. moment. No, no, don't say sorry. You broke the veil for me, and now I know what I'm buying. It's good. I was I was a Morpheus to your Yes! You gave me the red pill and I woke (laughs) up that day. So I need the world to always remember that Mellow Mushroom's delicious. This is a bump. We love you. But you know You know what's a trip though is because like the way they go through the oven, um or just because like they're cut different and they're thinner, like once they go through the oven, they do come out different. Like they they do cut like you, if I didn't tell you, like you thought they were pretzels. They, they look like pretzels. They yeah. taste like them in the, in the, the way they are. I mean, it, it, but it makes sense why they add the Parmesan. This is obviously a big food tangent, but we live in these moments. Um, that was my week. <laughs> um, like I said, other than that, it's been chill, been solid. Um, how about you, brother? How's it been? Give us the two week lowdown, the full <sighs> load. Well, yeah, uh, let's see. Mother's Day was good. Good, you know, good. Got to spend time with my mom. And you guys and might sisters. not have seen this. He posted the best follow-up to Mother's Day with his mom and him as a kid. It was so adorable, and I, like, mm, I got a little warm. Oh, I got a little thanks, warm. Um, yeah, you know, got a... I, sometimes that shit's corny, you know, but, like, she has a Facebook, so she sees it. She, you know... Yes, you gotta rep. You gotta yeah, rep. Gotta, exactly. So, um, love my mom. Got to spend time with her. Got to spend time with my sisters too, which cool. is nice. Oh yeah, familia. <clears throat> yeah, I don't get to see them uh, a lot uh, anymore because they're just older. You know, they're like in their thirties. 
<laughs> I'm in my 30s, Brad. Damn. Damn. You know, people in their 30s. <laughs> True, though. I am, I am half-faced. I am half-dead. Let's just be real about it, okay? I'm one step into the grave, as is your sister's. Welcome company. <laughs> as are both your sisters. <laughs> keep going. Keep telling yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. But, um, so... <laughs> moving on moving on more more life i uh it's just a whole lot of, you know work is slow a whole lot of nothing uh been, been working out trying to get that beach by oh yeah you know you know summer's summer's a coming it's coming dude it is a hot boy summer chet hanks might say it's a white boy summer so you might be double stacked oh man. shit <laughs> i know dude <laughs> no i'm kind of scared for myself but it's okay <laughs> I don't know about the white boy summer, but I'm all about the hot boy but summer. But you're already a I'm hot really, boy. You're already a hot boy. You're really kind of going for extra credit. I'm, I'm, dude, I'm about to be rocking the crop tops and cut off shorts this summer. I'm telling you right dude, now. Dude, do it right now. I mean, but rip the pants right now. <laughs> oh, and I saw this. Uh, I saw this Chris Farley documentary, Ooh, which is, is rando, okay. but like movie corner, Brad's movie corner. Let's go. Yeah. So like, it was one really. I can't, I don't remember who the fuck made the documentary, but it was on YouTube. You can just. YouTube Chris Farley documentary is probably the first thing you'll find it. Anyway, uh, it was really good though because one, it reminded me like how banging the '90s SNL cast was. It really hit on another level. Like, don't get me wrong, the '80s is probably the best. Like, because they were just right out the gate. You know, they had like a rocking ass roster. But the '90s was when it was rolling. Like, it was like this is where you know you're gonna make your career. Like, yeah. so you're gonna get here. You're gonna be hot as fuck, funny as fuck, and then make movies that are hot as fuck. Like, yeah, yeah, their movies are popping. Yes, like Chris uh, Farley's perfect example. Yeah, I mean, like at one point they had what? I mean, Chris Farley, Adam Sandler, Mike Myers, Dana Carvey. Like the weakest person was David Spade. Chris Rock. Yeah, like, yeah. and he was funny. Like, I'm not even trying to shade David Spade there. <laughs> um, but anyway. The, the point, the reason I brought it up is I found out Chris Farley has, like, the same kind of OCD that I have. Oh. Like, he had, like, the same ticks and stuff, like, with, uh, you know, like, doorways and light switches. Okay. And just, like, it was just funny how, like, specific and, quint- like, coincidentally close to mine it was. Yeah, you got a Hollywood quirk, baby. Yeah, I was, I, was like, I was like, oh, shit. So, uh, all in all, you know, interesting. Interesting two weeks. We're learning. We're living. Happy to be back at the... Uh, cast yeah dude we're back Have to dude. Be casting with you we again. missed you we missed you dude america missed you the one listener we have in germany missed you like what yeah dude we got a german listener dude i've been looking at the stats dude it's crazy frequency listener <laughs> she has to be speaking the dance <laughs> yeah even, so. though, even though like i just sound like an idiot to them he's like i'm logging off now yeah <laughs> but no never listen yeah, to us again they, we all missed you man so it's good to have you back tell us about full strength. I appreciate it. Tell us about the news. We got some news. Um, Also, another thing I didn't mention, I've been wanting to smoke cigarettes really fucking bad because I've been listening to a lot of fucking political shit, and it's making me want to smoke real things, like real bad things, like because it's stressing you out. It's stressing me out, and that's how I get when I like learn things that I I don't want to learn. Are they dropping like they're like on a Article subsection C, we have uh, some no Marlboro cigarettes. Uh, just like throwing not really. advertising. It just it always goes back to like whenever I learn political truths, I go back to X Files, and then I want to become the smoking man. And oh, like, why don't I have an X Files sound clip? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so that's a lot of the news. Um, but we're not gonna start there yet. Uh, that's some foreshadowing. But um, start off. Uh, we have a tell us about Scully. <laughs> Am I Scully? Yes, I am definitely Scully, and you're definitely Mulder, you hot ass <laughs> motherfucker. Um, so this is a uh, from USA Today. Uh, starts off the the monster no one sees coming. A VA hospital serial killer sentenced to life in prison after murdering seven veterans. Uh, this is from Don Slack, Ryan W. Miller, and Ken All Tucker. Now, yes, that's in poor taste, but um, but sometimes we need a little levity. We need to like lighten you up before we bring it down. Or funny as shit. Or funny as <laughs> shit. Mmm, mmm, taste. Mmm, mmm, bittersweet. 
tell us about this crazy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so her name is Rada Mays. She's 46. Um, this was pretty much the sentencing for it. But she was kind of abusing the situation that a lot of hospitals for a time weren't regulating their insulin counts. So she was taking these insulin counts and pretty much just playing angel of death with these people's lives. That's crazy. It's like nurse killer thing is like not new at all. No, it's not. It's It's happened so many times. mm -hmm. And I think once again, people say the age of the serial killer is done. But that's not true. It's just not true. The internet will allow us to catch people quicker. And so it stops it from happening more often. But at the same time, so many people go through the cracks for so long to be able to do whatever they want. Um, So, I mean, this isn't one that I wanted to dwell on a ton. It's a bummer. We got a lot of bummers. But uh, definitely, though, it was kind of like you said, it was just a surprise to see something like this in the news again. Um, definitely sad because it's definitely, it's, it's war veterans. These are people who've had a full life and they wanted to just, yes, it was Uh, VA. So these people just wanted to end their lives quietly after doing so much for our country, doing so much for, you know, wherever and their families. And this person said, I'm going to cut your life short because I think it's time. And I think it's like also like we have such an insulin problem in this country. We yeah, do, it's just we insulin. do. Like just it's, it's a bunch the, of stuff. But. The supply and demand of it is crazy. Yeah. Um, it's frustrating to me having a father who had diabetes. That shit is fucking a frustrating thing to live with and deal with. Um, yeah, but that's another podcast. Another thing. <laughs> um, uh, the thing though. Back to my smoking problem. Uh, Israel. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Israel ground <laughs> troops are carrying out strikes into Gaza Strip, IDF says. That is uh, Israel Defense Force, Israeli Defense Force. Uh, we got this from ABC News. Uh, Morgan Windsor and Hassan Maher. Maher. Um, this is just a kind of keystone one, so if you guys want to look this up. Brian and I were kind of talking pre. The, the conflict that we have here in this situation is very layered. A whole matrix goes back to, like, biblical times. Um, yeah, it's a... Uh... It's such a, like, Isaiah was, was, had mentioned, like, should we even talk about this kind of thing? Which, you know. Because it's such a dicey thing. There are exactly. people who feel one way. There are people who feel another. But then I said, like, it's, it's, it's been such an ongoing issue for so long that, I mean, it's, people have touched on it. It's, yeah. it's pretty, um, it's fair game. But yeah, there you go. Fair game. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that. Scientology uses that phrase. We can use it too. Um, <laughs> but really it's the biggest crop of this conflict lately they in palestine there was a situation where there were people who had living like establishment like real like they had been living there for their whole lives but this whole time through shuffling and moving of titles of this land that they are in and this is kind of like a reflection of the the issue at large but the israel was saying hey this isn't your land actually like these settlements aren't yours we are going to take them now you have to leave now and they put eviction notices on these six families that have been here this whole time. And so when they went to go execute them, that made this whole thing kick off really hard again. And now that it hasn't been, but then naturally too, people have been trying to celebrate their religious festivals and do the things that they want to do. But naturally those are juxtaposed, juxtaposed because you have Arab religion, the Muslim religion doing their thing. And you have the Jewish faith doing their things in the same time, the same week, because Ramadan, all this other stuff's happening. Uh-huh. And not to mention, you have an Israeli-backed police force regulating everything. So this kind of goes back to, we had another thing, and I, I'm kind of maybe doing the red string thing where you're linking everything to everything. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of that issue, where, why did the stampede happen? Because the police were heavily corralling people, telling them where to go, how to go. You cannot go here. You have to go this way, that way. And then this whole thing caused a refuffle. That's been happening in this situation too, so it's been escalating the whole conflict even more because you're telling people, hey, you can't be in this religious building. That's your building. Mm-hmm. You can't. But then our people are going to be here next week. And it's like, what? And there's various things. Like, well, it's COVID. It's this. It's that. Well, it's like you guys are, once again, occupying us and telling us how to be in our own land. And that's kind of been where this is kicking off. Now Israel has upped up, like I said, with this ground troop movement, which a lot of people have been saying hey, there's a lot of posturing. Yes, quote-unquote Hamas has fired rockets, and then Israel fires rockets back. Obviously, there's a big discrepancy in the number of people killed, but this is a tit-for-tat that goes on and on and on and on and on. Ground forces, though, are supposed to be 
we're getting war levels here. Like, this is us fully suppressing you guys so you guys don't do shit anymore. And that's kind of where we're at. And then not to mention the first big salvo they do is they blow up an associated press building. So essentially where Al Jazeera is kind of at and they do a lot of their press and all that, they said, hey, you guys got to go. We're going to blow this building up because of Hamas. And they're like, there's no Hamas here. We're not going to leave. And they go, we're blowing it up. And they blow it up. So people are dying. Things, And that's like a big thing. Blowing up a news building, like that's like so that's a hugest no-no. That's like Geneva Convention level shit. Yeah. And once again, on paper, Israel, the people who did that, those are the ones we back. You know what I mean? So the news, you can feel it. That's kind of why I don't even really want to go through all these little news junkets because you can feel it in it. Like, it's fine. I understand because there are two sides to every story. I well, get that. And I, and I don't even understand all the intricacies of it. But um, it's deep shit. Yeah, it's, it's super deep shit. But it just seems like, like, it seems like Israel has a lot more um, resources and a lot more mm-hmm. than, than Palestine. Like, like basically, like, they're both pissed at each other, and, and not that they don't have reason, to, right? You know, but at the end of the day, it seems kind of like Israel needs, like, like they have maybe more reason to be the bigger country, and maybe like. Kind Trevor of, Noah said something very similar to what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, like it's like you guys are a sibling kind of situation where you're big brother, little brother, and you're mad that little brother keeps doing something to you that you don't like. Yeah. And every time you come through and you slug little brother, you beat the shit out of him every time for it. Yeah. And that's the kind of dichotomy we have here. Yeah, maybe you don't have to beat up your little brother every Yeah, time maybe try to actually work out an actual peaceful thing if you're going to say that that's your angle. Yeah. But I mean, I, from my opinion, that I, we always seem to bleed into these kind of things, it's really frustrating to use a religious kind of thing to say, well, this is the reason why we should be here. Like, it's our birthland. And it's like, okay, but you guys weren't here and these people have been here this whole time. Like, you both have been here, sure, so you can't occupy, sure, but you cannot have it where it's like, you guys are taking over and telling this side what to do. It should be even at the very least, you yeah. know? I don't know. So I get why people, I mean, like, because at first I was really like, oh, wow, free Palestine. So it's, it's interesting to see that people have an opinion. And it's like, well, because when you look at everything, that's why you have that opinion. And you see, like, okay, yeah, yeah, you want to be patriotic and, like, support America and American-backed interests. But if those are things like that, it's kind of really gross. Like, it's really hard. And, like... Yeah, Hamas is a quote unquote terrorist group or whatever, but like these are situations where it's like if you have someone occupying your place where you live every day and night, and then it's like, okay, like do what we say. It's like, no, I'm not gonna do what you're saying. Well, if you don't, you're a terrorist. And it's like, I guess I'll be a fucking terrorist. Like, I get that. I get that the more I see it. And that's why, once again, I was reading shit about like uh, Iraq and Iran, like uh, the. Iraq situation that we had back then, that shit was crazy. Mm-hmm. And then, like, seeing, like, yeah, why did we go for Saddam? And it's like, <laughs> because we just wanted to do some shit and we wanted to fuck with them. We wanted to destabilize them. And that's the thing with this shit, too. Americans don't lose here because if we back Palestine at one point, we back Israel the whole time, it doesn't matter. No matter. But that's, that's the tip of the iceberg. We can talk about that. Yeah, we could do that all night. Um, other news uh, on the hill, from the hill. Uh, GOP votes to replace Cheney with Stefanik after backing from Trump. So this is pretty much from Scott Wong and Mike Lillis. But the shakeup that we have over here, pretty much the Republicans are like, we need to make some changes. Uh, And their changes are pretty much taking out their kind of the, the head chair or third chair, pretty much the big spokesman for their party. Um, which was Liz Cheney, and uh, I know Brad knows about Dick Cheney. He knows about Papa, but <laughs> I don't um, know about Papa. Dick. But she is a dynasty Republican, and pretty much she's just even though she's kind of crazy for like having her different lifestyles from an average Republican or whatever. Um, she got the chair, and from what seems been doing her job pretty well. But the problem is she's not exactly toeing the line in terms of saying, hey, this election was a sham, Donald Trump should have been our president. Either most Republicans are saying nothing or they're saying, yeah, it was a it was a sham. But they just want to get back to work. So Liz Cheney saying some of the things he said, I think I got a quote here. Yeah. A few moments later. 
um, we have we have got a huge set of policies we have to be able to implement. We have to get people to vote for us. And we can't do that if we are a party that's based on a foundation of lies, Cheney said Thursday night in a Fox News interview. I think what the former president is doing is dangerous. So she said things like this. Oh, so she's saying like something like articulate. Yeah, she's saying a real decent, like a real ass thought. (laughs) And so for that, they're like, whoa, shit, dude, we can't. Like literally they... They heard this one time. They immediately wanted to vote her out, and then like the one, the the, the minority guy was like, "Hey, we shouldn't." Like, like I'm kind of her boss. I, I'm going to bat for her here. Then she kept saying things yeah. because it's like Trump's still crazy. He's still talking. He still should not be here. And then pretty much they're like, "We got to get rid of her, dude." And he's like, "Yeah, we got to get rid of her." Like he went on Fox and Friends and had this big long thing, like kind of just trying to be murky about it. But then backstage at least he's like, "Yeah, I'm tired." We got to get her out. And it's like over that, over that kind of stuff. And so she's out. The Stefanik chick is in. Pretty much the long story short here is if you're going to be a Republican, you have to at least admit that Daddy Trump got, you know, he got stole from. They stole the steal. It happened. Okay. Just a big bunch of Russian lines. You have to believe it. So, I mean, obviously it's Trumpism at its finest. It's not going away like a fucking radiation. It's fucking gross. Um, so yeah, I wanted to talk about that. Dick Cheney and the Republican Party finding out that she's a lesbian, like, like, ah, <laughs> they're not happy about it, but then, like, they're like, you know, it's not like that big a deal. Then, like, she, like, says something actually, like, intelligent. They're like, like why? They're like, <laughs> 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 they go full Hank Hill. They yeah, can't, yeah, yeah, they like, can't yeah. handle it. So, you know, we'll see how that goes. We'll see how the Stefanik person goes because she's supposed to be moderate, but we'll see how moderate she is if she's still going to like toe that kind of line of like, you know, Biden is a, a crook. He is a crook, but not for actually winning an election. <laughs> uh, but on to some meme news, on to some real news. Uh, I don't know if you heard about this colonial pipeline, Brad, but. Uh... Oh, do I know? <laughs> Biden. Biden. Dang Biden and these gas prices. They're way too high. Too damn high. Well, the reason they've been kind of high in the southern areas and why you've been seeing memes about people putting fucking gasoline in like Tupperware containers and trash bags (laughs) is because the Colonial Pipeline was shut down. And it was shut down by a cyber attack. So Call of Duty level shit, Hacker Man's level shit is upon us right now in real time. Uh, apparently they were ransomed for an undisclosed amount of money initially. And then Colonial Pipeline is alleged to have paid out $5 million. And the hacker group is called Darkside. So of course there's some edgy ass fucking. And like, like, what is it going to, like if they were able to actually get the funds, like what are they going to do with it? Well, that's the thing. They're supposed to be like doing more hacker man shit, I imagine. But, um, they're saying they didn't get all of the funds. They said in, a, in a, a release that they put out, like, hey, we're actually, like, on the run from the FBI. Like, but we did it, though. Like, so no one knows if that's, like, a smokescreen or whatever, but it's looking like they paid up the money to get the rest of this pipeline going. Like, but the thing is, yeah. though, they had a plan. Like, it's not like the world would have shut down if this one big pipeline ceased to work. Like, the major gas state, like, companies were ready to go, like, to, like, make sure they could get remaining, like, uh-huh. storage or whatever. And then not to mention, eventually, they were going to get the pump going manually. But paying out to make sure this shit wouldn't happen again is kind of like a good fail-safe. So, that happened. That was fun. So that um, Gas is still due yeah, to that's, yeah, that's why your gas prices have been going. I'm still paying two eighty nine for this dumb shit. Um, but then, in some light news, just to bullshit. end that, Bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. Um, but in less bullshit news, uh, the CDC is saying if you're fully vaccinated, uh, pretty much, I think officially it's like June 2nd or whatever, but like, you're pretty much good to go. If you're fully vaccinated, take off that goddamn mask. They said (laughs) it's getting hot in here. So take that. Damn. Off. So, 
So mask off, guys. So mask off. Take them off. Now, granted, if you're going to be in situations where it's, like, super crowded, super whatever, you're going to be indoors, um, so far, not every store either is even saying, hey, take off your mask. Um, I know where I work, we're still going to have to wear a mask. Um, excuse me, I'm trying to burp. Um, but uh, pretty much, you can take it off outdoors. If you're hanging out with other people who are vaccinated, you're good to go. Um you know, you're at your little local thing, potentially, if you're, like, sitting outside with your friends, you can all drink your beer, like, be happy. So that's neat. Uh, some silver linings here, you know? That's what we're about here at Now and Then. Yeah, dude. Silver linings. We bring you up, we bring you down, and then we bring you up just a little bit more. Call it hope. You know, I'm not getting vaccinated because I ain't getting no damn microchip put in me. They can't get Brad! <laughs> Never! <laughs> He's running to the woods. Let's turn this into Alex Jones. <laughs> Anti-vax infomercials, dude. Chemtrails, frogs. Um. So you know, now it's time. I think for that time machine ride, bro. So first thing on our time machine stop for the week is <laughs> the first known dated printed book. Was the Diamond Sutra? Ooh, that yeah, sounds sexy, sounds a- sensual. <laughs> it's not the Kama Sutra. Uh, well, I mean, it's Diamond Sutra. It's harder than the Karma. Oh shit! Yeah, dude, rock hard. <laughs> Sorry, <I> mean, <laughs> no, no. I know you just hopped in the booth, but well, yeah. it, well, well, it's a Buddhist scripture, so I'm not saying that that's, that doesn't mean it's does not- that make it less erotic. <laughs> I'm not saying that it doesn't mean that's not about slamming ass, but. <laughs> Look, but if you guys know, not. tell us. Enlighten us. <laughs> enlighten us like this Buddhist scripture. <laughs> How hard is this book? Um, <laughs> Throw me way off. I'm asking the hard questions. It was, it was, but it was a citation uh, that was printed on uh, the 11th of May eight, uh, in the year 868. Okay. okay. Uh, it was by Wang Che. Nice. I think I'm pronouncing that right. I think you nailed it, dog. For free general distribution. Pro free, dude. Yeah. He said, you guys need to know the way. He's like, guys, I got words, and it's for everyone. Did you Make say it rain? Did you say diamonds for free? Made it rain them words. <laughs> Diamond Sutra on y'all. Jingle, 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 jingle. In 1607, English colonists land near the James River in Virginia. Uh, they would later form Jamestown. Cool. James River, Jamestown, you know. Makes sense. You know, we're here. I'm James. Boom. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I'm James. I'm in charge. We Guys, we found this river. It's James River. All right, so we're going to make a town because you're going to make a town by a river. We're going to call our town. It's Jamestown. But there's more than just you, James. Shut up, dick. <laughs> punches in, like, <laughs> Anyone else got something to say about Jamestown? Any, anyone? <laughs> Any of you other nerds got something to say? <laughs> this is a total bro, dude. This is such a fucking bully show. <laughs> That's our dramatic reenactment of how Jamestown was founded. <laughs> the Indians are just seeing it. In the, the distance, like, yeah. so what are they like, doing? Fuck this, Chad. <laughs> uh, in 1648, Margaret Jones of Plymouth is found guilty of witchcraft and is sentenced to be hanged. Bro, they said she is too spooky and they killed her. <laughs> Get this spooky bitch the fuck out of here. That's so sad. I'm just, I'm, you laugh to keep crying, but. <laughs> Shit, man. She like, <laughs> she was like sweeping, like, in a, like just like outside of her house one night. And then she was just like, well, it was like old. Cause she was old. So she yeah. probably was like going crazy. She probably was just like, laughed into like the darkness and then like a black cat just came and like jumped onto her like shoulder and then some guy just saw it and he just shit his pants and he's like oh fuck we gotta kill her we gotta, we gotta murder her dude we gotta anyone like her too we gotta stop it she is to be hanged dude and then fast forward to now they would never be able to handle this society. which in like all actuality like none of this and none of them did anything <laughs> she was just chilling she had a good funny laugh she thought but she was the uh, first uh, person to be accused of witchcraft in uh, the New England colonies. God damn, dude. Yeah. Thank you, New England, for your chowder <laughs> and your witchcraft. And the Patriots. Yes. Yes. And the Patriots. <laughs> Tom Brady. No. And Mel Gibson movie. 
Fuck, fuck, fuck the Patriots, but I mean, Tom Brady is pretty handsome, though. I mean, yeah, he's a handsome man. He wears I mean, hugs. He wins, he's, he's, he's winning Super Bowls. Yeah. The fuck is up with it? Yeah, man. It's insane. It's crazy what money and talent will do. <laughs> Put them together. And he's got his weird... Talk about weird witchcraft. Weird yeah. supermodel-looking wife. He's kissing his baby on the lip. Or... <laughs> Kissing his kids on the lips a little too long. Just like it's the little Wayne Birdman thing again. That's once again another podcast. In 1686, Gabriel Daniel Fahrenheit, German physicist, instrument maker, and inventor of the thermometer, is born. Of course. Of course. I'm so Let it hang all out. Don't let that mercury go. In 17, totally got lost. You're okay. You're okay. We get lost in the time machine. It happens, but you're the navigator. I trust you and believe in you. Just had to recalculate. You're like our Doctor Who. Had had to recalibrate it real quick. Had to recalibrate the machine. In 1770, Marie Antoinette marries future King Louis the Sixteenth of France. Oh boy, that's gonna what a duo. That's gonna turn out real nice. Yeah, dude, they really ate it. <laughs> Cake, you mean? <laughs> yeah, I do, I do, <laughs> I do, I do, I do. <laughs> In 1796, English physician Edward Jenner gives the first successful smallpox vaccination. Probably no relation to Kylie Jenner. Um, Direct relation, actually. (laughs) Really? I was like, shit! Oh, shit! (laughs) Put up the 23 in me. (laughs) Connected! In 1800, President John Adams ordered the new U.S. federal government to leave Philly and move to the nation's new capital in Washington, D.C. They said, get out! Go where you're wanted! <laughs> Actually, they didn't say it with a country accent. I'm sorry. Uh, get out! You're not wanted! Can't you see we don't love you anymore? I just want to uh, put cheese with on my cheesesteak! Get out of here! Harry and the Hendersons <laughs> out of Philadelphia. Get out of here, you stupid U.S. federal government. We don't even <laughs> want you anymore! <laughs> In 1804, the Lewis and Clark Expedition officially begins as the Corpse of Discovery Departments from St. Louis. Oh, no, it's actually St. Charles, Missouri. Oh, St. Charles, Missouri. I mean, different saint. Same Missouri. <laughs> different saint, same Missouri. Yeah. Uh, in 1804, also, <laughs> Elizabeth Palmer Peabody, founder of the first. That's a name. Yeah, right. Elizabeth Palmer Peabody, Peabody, founder of the first U.S. kindergarten, is born. Okay, thanks. She was a uh, little Miss Peabody. Yeah, mommy daycareing it up in there. <laughs> I don't know why I wanted to think of a mommy milker joke, but I'm not. I'm just gonna not even just, try. Just, not. I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. I'm, I'm gonna leave it there. In 1820, <laughs> the, the U.S. Congress designates the slave trade a form of piracy. Good. Yeah, which, which is for good. starters, it's not good. It's not a positive thing. So at least call it piracy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love it. Thanks. Well, and it's like I guess. Well, it was, and it's funny because it wasn't you know abolished right. for another forty-five years. <laughs> it's just like wait, it's too literally it's edgy business. So they were just like, we're not gonna buy any new ones, but we're not. We're just gonna keep the ones we have. Yeah, uh, which is like, like pretty much now slaves are contraband. Neat. Yeah, it's... awesome. <laughs> Not full people yet, but oh gosh. Mm, thank you, America. America, America. Also in eighteen twenty, Florence Nightingale, English nurse and hospital reformer, is born. Nice. Uh, in 1838, John Wilkes Booth, actor, assassin of President Abraham Lincoln, is born. Six Emperor Tyrannus. <laughs> I like he just yeeted himself off the balcony. Dude, like, he knew he was gonna land. He knew there was no doubt in his he mind. He was being dramatic fine. as fuck, and like, I'm glad he, I'm glad he broke his fucking leg because he just did it to be dramatic as. But shit. you know what? I'll give him this. I think everyone's had that heroic ego thought of like, I could jump this mezzanine. It's like a story. It's like nothing. <laughs> it's like a story. I have like an athletic body. I could totally do it, and then he didn't. <laughs> 
I'm John Wilkes Booth. I'm an actor. I can do it. And then he's like fucking Peter Griffin on the dance floor. Ah! Ah! Shit! I really still am glad I did this. And then he's kind of like let him limp away. <laughs> They're so shocked. They just he just crawls, walks out. He just like limps onto a horse and. In 1840, Mormon leader Joseph Smith, dum 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 dum, thank you, <laughs> moves his band of followers to Illinois to escape the hostilities. Dude, okay, they I'm, experienced in Missouri. This trip is pain. I it, when you hear it like that, it's like yeah, they just took a trip. They literally had to go across the salt flats, like old school style. So like literally it's them walking till they get blisters on their feet and the air's dry, and they're literally they're. Chat, their lips are so chapped that you can just see the fucking shit and they're doing all of this because Joseph Smith is a dumb fucking idiot and that's my favorite part so. <laughs> yeah they fucking were kicking their ass out of Missouri because he's over there being like Jesus was born here blah 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 and I have all his treasures yeah, this I is found the books the and, like, and they're just like get the fuck out of here what a mess but you know now they have their home thing going Dum, 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 dum. Dum. In 1846, the United States declares war on Mexico. Mexico! After fighting has already begun. Oh. Right, so they were already in it, and then they say, so oh, we, yeah, it's war. Yeah, beginning of the Spanish-American War. Classic America. Uh, where we got uh, Tejos. Yes. Which uh, became the Republic of Texas, mm-hmm. uh, which became Texas. Mm-hmm. Actually, I um, it was. I, I'm glad this is on our little timeline, because someone had mentioned it today. It was kind of like... This is us doing colonial shit. And I'm like, oh yeah, it is. Like, like but it's it's the idea of like it's our manifest destiny. It's our land. It's like supposed yeah. to be us. And it's like, but like it's not ours. You know what's really super shitty about um the Spanish American War? Uh particularly like there in like Texas or or uh, let's say like Tejas, I think it was called. Tejas. Yes. Um well it was super shitty because it wasn't really Mexican, or I mean, I guess technically at the time, it I guess technically belonged to Mexico. Yeah, by but title. like, yeah, by title or whatever. But um, that land wasn't really used by Mexico or yeah. the United States. It was just a bunch of Native Americans. It was occupied by Native Americans. Yeah, it's a bunch of Native, Amer- Native Americans were living there, and then meanwhile, Mexico and the United States were just like, Rah! just come running into yeah. the land, murdering each other, just like. Wild this shit. is our land. No, this is our land. And the Native Americans are like, "Oh, uh, none of you live here. We're literally living here. Yeah, right we now. live here. You don't. Why are you making these outposts? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, place is gonna be so beautiful when we're done with it. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> That's my grandpa's grave. <laughs> <laughs> like, please stop. Go away. In 1856, Lyman Frank Baum. Author of The Wonderful Wizard of Oz is born. What a bomb to drop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Straight out of Pungio, bitches. Um, but yeah, I mean, Wizard of Oz author. Phew, what a heater. Yeah, I mean, that's a banger, dude. It, it, it is a good one. I haven't actually read it, but obviously, you know, seen the movie, Flying Monkeys. Seen the movie. Click your heels. <laughs> the book's better. <laughs> the book's better? No, yeah. no, no, I never <laughs> I just want to be that douche. <laughs> Actually. Push his glasses up. Do you even know who the wizard Actually. is? In 1857, the Bengal army in India revolts against the British. Dude, fuck the British. Yeah. I mean, like, no. Well, historically, yeah, for real. Fuck the British. Yeah. Nowadays, you guys are cool. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. Well, I mean, uh, well, like, our English listeners. Are they? They're cool. That don't exist. They're but, cool. But they're just cool because we're cool type things. So we're both bad. If that's what, that's what I'm trying to say. As, as countries as, and like governments, we're all the West the, now. Like the honestly, like the U.S. people and the British people, they're, not, they're just people. Yeah, I mean, they're shitty people. But there's a lot of good people. Uh, but yeah, but our governments are shady. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. That part, that part, that part, that part. Um, but you're right. Bangers and mash, cool, cool. But mm. yeah, the, well, the Bengal Bengal army. Oh yeah, banged and mashed the British. Oh yes, dude. Yes, we didn't even mean to do that. <laughs> and then also in 1857, the Indian uh, mutineers uh, seized Delhi, nice, which was uh, you know like the capital, I believe. Yes. Uh, it's kind of interesting, like the British colonial or I said colonial, they colonized uh, or colonialized, yeah. I guess how you want to mm-hmm. say it, but uh, they uh, colonized a lot of 
different countries uh, throughout history. But, yes, um, notorious it, for it. But India and Nepal uh, are two. Nepal is like the little country between India and China. Yep. If it, you know people that aren't aware, Indochina. Uh, yeah, up there around like Tibet, mountainous areas. But uh, yeah, Nepal and India are like two of con- or two countries I know for sure. Like we're just like not nah, British. They resisted. Back off, bitch! Just backhanded them. Just bitch slapped them out of their country. Yeah. And the British were like, "Oh my! I declare, oh, I was I wasn't ready for this." No, <laughs> they turned the horsemen. They're true warriors. <laughs> <laughs> and they retreated. They retreated, yeah, yeah. and thus the sun stopped setting for them there. <laughs> I hated that quote. I always hated that quote. Like the the sun never sets on a British Empire. I hated that quote so fucking much. Like don't yeah, be proud well, the of British that. Empire sun can set on my ass cheeks. Yeah, dude. Whatever. Boo. But like I said, we're all the same now. We're just yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in 1858, Minnesota is admitted as the 32nd U.S. state. Nice. Come on in. Minnesota. 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 Have a tasty beverage. Wait, I don't know why I got Jamaican. Wait, have a tasty that. beverage. Have a tasty beverage, man. <laughs> Minnesota. Have a tasty beverage, man. Red Sprite. Blah, blah, blah. Minnesota. <laughs> I'm sorry, Minnesota. Steel drum circle. <laughs> Matthew Bihana, you back there? <laughs> Minnesota, where we where we brew red stripe. <laughs> we brew red stripe. Uh, Hooray beer. Hooray beer. Indeed. Oh man. Uh, That's secret eight, history. In 1861, Britain declares its neutrality in the American Civil War, which is like cool. Britain. What we didn't give. Fuck? A, we didn't dude, care. What a side yeah. eye. That's like that's like the dude in the mezzanine talking shit. Like yeah, love it, hate it, got no part of it. Fuck yeah. you, dude. Yeah. We're fighting for our lives over here. That's like your like ex like Oh that's my like God. your that's like your ex uh gets like a new relationship. Yeah. And then and then like they're like getting in a fight with their ex. And then you're like, ooh, like I'm gonna stay out of this one. Frankly, like, cool, we've yeah. been broken up for like 50 years, dude. Frankly, what Blake and Kelly do has nothing to do with me. Pamela, what are you talking about? <laughs> that's Br- that's Brady. Brady Br- Br- is Pamela right now. Uh, that's extra don't do that say less say less less. in 1872 victoria woodhall becomes the first woman nominated for u.s president nice yeah 1872 victoria woodhall badass bitch doing her thing in that nomination i'm about to smoke this bowl for you (laughs) victoria woodhall we're about to consume this marijuana for you girl for your job for your first female nominated for president? Yeah, dude. For America. This is for America. Dude. That's America's bull. Is that 311? Yes. <laughs> uh, next thing in our timeline is in 1886, Emily Dickinson Dies in Amherst, Massachusetts. Damn. Or she had lived in seclusion for the previous 24 <laughs> years. R.I.P. Which I kind of feel. Yeah. I mean, isn't that just the... <laughs> she just the, said, peace the fuck out, everyone. A true millennial. <laughs> right? In 1888, slavery is abolished in Brazil. Good. Yeah, which, again, good. Um, it's also interesting because, like, when it's... I don't know if you noticed the year 1888. Um, that's 23 years after we abolished it. Um, it's interesting because they kind of, well, not just a ripple, but when it was abolished, it was kind of like this shitty thing where there was a, a lot of groups of like slave owners that, uh, like it got abolished in America. So they're like, Oh, I think yeah, I know where you're going with this. Yeah, they're like, fuck it. I'm going to, we're <laughs> taking this act on the road. Yep. Damn. They just bro. kept moving south. Wow. Yep. What shit, dude? You're breaking my brain again. First yeah. of pretzels, now with fucking slavery. Now with slavery. Damn, dude. That makes sense. What a sorry, and I hate to say this, Brad. What a white thing to do. That's smart money. <laughs> That's like I got all this no, money. I, I can that. take the hit. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like you just, you're never gonna give up. Like you're like, no, I could fight this. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, they, yeah, they just kept going Damn. south. They kept going south, and, they, and people just kept being like, "No, nah, bro, you like, can't not, do that here. Yeah. You can't do that here. No, you, you can't do that." Here. <laughs> Please leave. <laughs> but our plantation's so nice. We don't care. <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> Uh, in 1904, Salvador Dali, surrealist painter, is born. Shit, dude. Yeah, he was pretty lit. I like his stash. His stash is wild. Um, I always think of the clocks he drew up. I'm like, they aren't supposed to sit like melting that. ass. Clocks. Yeah, dude, sitting at right angles, all melting off. And that was like, he probably didn't even take acid. Did you think? He, I, I mean, he did, but like, but. Like, yeah, yeah, like like when he, he painted that, had he taken it yet? Right, I don't know. Conceptually, he yeah. probably had the shit in his brain. Yeah, because I was thinking like like with um Picasso, like I always thought he was really trippy. It's like no, nah, he was he had contemporary shit and he leveled up into that because he just wanted to. Yeah, but like oh, well, he probably would have been cooler. If he he just already was like, on that level. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah. but maybe he could have done drugs, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> so drugs in there. <laughs> in 1907, Catherine Hepburn, actress, is born. She was uh, in such films as The Philadelphia Story and The African Queen. Nice. Uh, and also Catherine Hepburn. Like, yeah. You know, people Hepburn name. Yeah. It's a legacy ship. Uh, 1915, Mary Kay Ash, founder of Mary Kay Cosmetics, was born. Mary Kay. And uh, people have been popping in your messages you trying to get it. you to buy shit. You said it, dude. You opened up that kid of words. Hey, okay, girl. Haven't talked to you since dude, high school. Now, so. now all the MLMs. I have a great opportunity for you to make All the MLMs cash. are going to come for us now. They're going to flood our DMs. And now we can't escape them, Brad. Yeah, it's I'm on sorry. you now, dude. We're going to get all the Mary Kayers, the Cincy girls. They're coming for us now. In 1924, J. Edgar Hoover is appointed head of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. <gasps> Boom! Boom! Isaiah hates him some J. Ed. Oh, what a fucking bastard, dude. What a. Ooh, I got so much shit to say. Mm. Whatever, not even. I mean, do you want to pop in? It's just, he just said so much dumb shit, did so much dumb shit, lied all the time, hated black people, but couldn't say it for real, but then would say it for real. So it's like, what a fucking cunt. J. Edgar Edgar Hoover, if you're listening to this in hell. Yeah, I hope you get our podcast, you cunt. Eat my shorts. E-R e, e shorts. I hope Straight I get the ability to bring you back style. to life so I can take you out again. That's what I'm going to do with all my rich money. If you guys <laughs> ever give me rich podcast money, I'm going to fund those kind of things. Just so we know. Patreon us money just so we can resurrect J. Edgar Hoover to kill him again. To murder him again. Anyway, anyway. In 1926, the airship Norge becomes the first vessel to fly over the North Pole, which is bullshit because Santa was Everybody knows that there was a snowy night and Santa yes. needed someone to guide his sleigh. Yes, dude. Truth to power. And there's only one reindeer that could do it. Yeah. That's not just a conspiracy. So That's the truth. Um, Santa is real. Everybody knows Santa's real. Everyone. In 1928, the first Academy Awards are held in Hollywood. Nice. Um, in, oh, also in 1928... Walt Disney character Mickey Mouse premiered uh, in his first silent cartoon. Hi, oh, hello! Silent cartoon, Isaiah. Well, you can't hear me, but <laughs> it hi, ca- hello! It was called Plane Crazy. Uh, a few months later, though, uh, in November, Steamboat Willie would premiere with sound. Okay, nice. I can do a Steamboat Willie. Yeah, you know Steamboat Willie. <laughs> that's not what he sounds like. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I can't, I can't. just whistles. Oh, yeah, that's right! And then he beats... Mickey up or something. Yeah, it just he just whistles and then and then beats his wife. <laughs> Probably allegedly. Yeah, because it's the thirties now. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and uh, wait, wait. <laughs> in nineteen thirty, <laughs> church. Because, We're was, saying the hard truth about Disney. Yeah. Sorry if you're not ready for it. We're saying the hard truth about the nineteen thirties. Yeah. All right. <laughs> in nineteen thirty, Ellen Church becomes the first airline stewardess. Nice. Yeah. Progression. <laughs> Unlike Disney. That's all right. We're still bringing this back to Disney's bad. Um, in 1935, Alcoholics Anonymous is founded in Akron, Ohio by Bill W., a stockbroker, and Dr. Bob S., See, a heart surgeon. Okay. Alcoholics Anonymous. Great thing. Awesome thing. I do think, and I am glad, though, that there are more programs for people that aren't super religious. You know what I mean? 
the AA is great. It's just there is a lot of um, fundamental Christian values that are kind of like woven into it. And I get that. Yeah, yeah. It helps you get on a good path. That's like, total bullshit. I, I, thank uh, you. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I, I don't want to say like, I don't know. It, it's totally like indoctrination almost because like, or not. I don't know if it's not, it makes a lot of absolutes and stuff. Yeah. I don't know if like indoctrination is quite, it's not quite that extreme, but like I'll put you this way. I, I got a DUI and yes. had, to, had to go to like the, the three day classes mm-hmm. and, and all that, like, you know, in the hotel, if you are familiar with any of the bullshit you have to do when you get a DUI. Um, but the point is, is they bring in uh, somebody from AA to like, you know, just preach to you basically. Yeah. And, and that's what it is. And it's not just, it literally starts off as like, Oh, you know, I'm I'm this person, blah blah blah. I'm Karen Johnson or whoever. Uh, you know, I was an alcoholic. Here's my story. You kind of like, and you're like, okay, hi Karen. Yeah, yeah. And it was like in like the them like talking about like if it was just them talking about their story and their problem and how they got better or whatever, then it's like okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's like okay, that's cool, man. Good for you. But cool. there's a huge J Lo butt coming. But it, yeah, it's always like it was literally like five minutes into it, it literally just became like straight preaching if it wasn't if for the power your life, of the lord yeah, if you give your guys i'm telling you if you give your life to jesus like he will he will he will help you through this path to, i could not have gotten this sobriety chip. i could not have gotten this chip if it was not for the almighty jesus christ now don't get me wrong i have some religious backgrounds and notions myself i was a little drunk plus i was horny because <laughs> like that's how it starts and then yeah. like, but then i gave my life to christ and you guys you guys should give your life to christ too yeah, then like, yeah, you yeah, clap class. to get get the fuck out of your fucking. Class. So like that's that's all. I mean, a great. Hey, I'm sure it tells some people, but it's also pretty lame. And, yeah, and it's just sense. a mixed bag. And like I said, I'm glad there's more programs that you can actually get clean and sober without having to do that. In 1939, Bob Feller pitched a game against the White Sox on Mother's Day, with his family in attendance. One of his pitches, though, was fouled off into the seats. Oh no! Into the face of his own mother. Oh no! Hit her right above the eye, resulting in her needing uh, seven stitches. So it could have been worse. What a shiner. I mean, Mother's Day. She got stitches, but it really can't. I mean, you can get really fucked up with that. What's better than flowers? Oh, but yeah. I mean, in the odds of that. Yeah. What are the odds? I mean, because even in 1939, like, baseball had pretty good attendance. Like, yeah. I mean, it could have anyone else. Anyone else's mother. Yeah, I mean, there's like thousands of people there. Like, it could have hit a man for Christ's sake. Hit his own fucking mother. It's with his mama. Uh, Said, I'm sorry, mama. <laughs> I never meant to hurt you, <laughs> but then this ball, this ball got fouled off and it's flying right off your forehead. <laughs> and now you're getting stitches. One more time. <laughs> One more time now. <laughs> oh man. Uh, in 1944. George Lucas, film director and producer, is born. Nice. Um, Star Wars. Star Wars. And... That's for your birthday, George. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. George Lucas, Star Wars and Indiana Jones. Loaded. Lucas uh, Films, dude. Lucas Films did a, a bunch of good shit. Bangers. In 1949, the first Polaroid cameras were sold for in the, for $89.95. Okay. All right, not a bad reasonable price for technology like that. Yeah. Um, right? I, I don't know. The, yeah. Maybe? I don't, know, I don't know the inflation from 1949, but I got to assume that was like probably like $500 or something. True. It's probably high. Yeah. For a camera that you can probably now like get Polaroid level and probably be good. <laughs> Shake it, sh- shake it, shake, shake it, it like a oh, oh. bitch. Hey, yeah. <laughs> in uh, 1958, Sputnik 3 is launched by the Soviet Union. Ooh. Yeah. Space yeah. Wars. <laughs> Space War. I don't know you guys couldn't see, but me and Isaiah. We're uh, saluting all our comrades. We were with our red communist <laughs> t-shirts. FBI, uh, me and Isaiah aren't communists. Uh, allegedly. We're not comrades. Well, allegedly. Maybe we are, maybe we're not. <laughs> maybe we are, maybe we are. I'll neither confirm or deny. Uh, I'm just saying, uh, I don't want to be seeing your vans parked outside of my apartment. Unless so. y'all got some food for us. 
<laughs> Unless it's a food truck. Yeah, if you got some lasagna, we'll take it. If you, you guys are going to come undercover as a food truck, I'm about it. Also, you have to listen to our podcast continually. You can't just listen to the one episode or something. Like You have to be Did they start off investigating us, then they just become fans? And then, like, did you become two two bros in a food truck? Listen why to did, our podcast. Why did John Doe give us five dollars for our Patreon? <laughs> in the in 1960, the USS Nautilus completes the first circumnavigation of the globe underwater. Nice, dude. Subaquatic. Yeah, dude. That's like Subnautica real life. Under the sea. Under the sea. Singing lobster or crab or whatever. The fuck <laughs> was it a crab? Uh, Same difference. Uh, except for crab meat is way better. Is it? Is that a hot take? Ooh. Uh, I think lobster is. I think it's a little more expensive. I think it's like considered like the classier, but they or used fancier. But it used to be vows for the poor. So it like, used to be lobster meat was poor meat. Really? And they flipped it. Crab is so. It's just sweeter. I just like the meat. It's just. It's just sweet. Yep. Some sweet meat. Sweet meat. <laughs> uh. In 1980, Bob Marley uh, passes away from cancer, unfortunately. Mm, R.I.P. John Lennon also dies in 1980. John Wayne? John Lennon. Okay, John Lennon. Okay. That wasn't this week, though, so I don't know why I brought it up. You know, <laughs> you know majors. Ran on Bob Marley's death. Of like... <laughs> <laughs> Did you just colonize Bob Marley? <laughs> yeah, right? Just colonize Bob Marley's death. <laughs> With a fucking Brit, no less. Uh, which is funny because the Brits are who colonized fucking Jamaica. <laughs> this is deep. Uh, this is cerebral, Brad. Yeah. The, uh... Well, sorry, Bob. <laughs> you, they both mattered. Um, I, I think I always heard the story of, like, there's, like, it started in his toe or his foot. Yeah, it's always and, toe and, like, cancer, right? And, like, and he could have, uh, he could have gotten it removed, but he was, like, it was both like he he wouldn't have been able to play soccer, and he's yeah. like he's like fuck that. <laughs> and then also, uh, I think part of like his religion, you have to, yeah, he wanted to, to try holistic shit. Yeah, well, you have to be uh, buried whole. Mm-hmm. You can't be like you can't like cut off any part of you. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So it was sad. Yeah, very sad. Bomber really was a bro. Yeah, dude, yeah. legend. Uh, in 1994, Nelson Mandela is sworn in as South Africa's first black president. Nice. South Africa gets their first black president in 1994. Yeah, say that again. Um, in 1998, 76.3 million people tuned in for the series finale of Seinfeld. Fuck yeah, dude. Man, okay, someone, so someone. That's like Super Bowl. Someone, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is a tangent, but we're going to talk about it because I love Seinfeld. Um, I had a question of the day where I was like, who would you fight? And someone was like, Jerry Seinfeld. So I was like, okay, I'll indulge you, guy who hates Jerry Seinfeld. And uh, so I was like, well, what Seinfeld we're talking here? Because to me, there's forms of it. There is primo Jerry Seinfeld, who is, I don't care if you think he's an asshole or not. The man is funny as fuck. He can just get up and stand there and talk about dumb shit, and you can hate him and you still giggle. Yeah. And his stupid hair, and his tight jeans, you'd still laugh. So I don't want to hear that. Now, if you want to talk about rich-ass fuck, Jerry Seinfeld, all the money, I'm syndicated. It's a little different. He has some takes I don't really care for or whatever. But he's a rich man who has rich fan problems. I, what You're not going to expect him to actually get the people when he was already kind of an asshole to begin with. So, like, whatever. He's still funny. Still funny. Jerry Seinfeld rocks. Seinfeld rocks. I don't care. That's it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> That's it. No, um, I mean, what did you think about the finale? Um, it was cool. It's funny. That was actually one of the first episodes of Seinfeld I watched was the finale. So I kind of want Sunny to end like that. I kind of want I want them to straight up rip off Seinfeld. And... But that's kind of why I like the one season finale they have. Because wouldn't all, that be like... so fitting of Sunny for them to get all get arrested at the end? Well, yeah, that's how. Well, that's why I'm saying I kind of like the um the finale where I mean it, it winds up they they did more, but like the finale where they all like pretty much die in the, in the ship. Yeah, that kind of felt like that to me. So I was like, if they were going to end it there, I would have been okay with that if they did, because they pretty much just nearly get out of it, and they're like, okay, whatever, fine, and they move on with their life. So I was like, oh, if it ended here, I'd be fine with it. That was kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, actually, coincidentally, also this same year in 1998, Unsolved Mysteries, uh, spooky. Well, not just the same year, the same year and the same week in 1998, uh, Unsolved Mysteries uh, stops airing. So like. Coincidence. Dude, the same week in 1998, the same damn week. The show about nothing and unsolved mysteries. 
two of my favorite shows. Like, I'm glad that I was only five years old at the time and didn't really care about either of those right. fucking shows. You were just like, what's the Saturday cartoon? But if I would have been this age now, and because I love both of those shows, yeah, like I, I would have been so bummed out. The same week, both of those shows would just go off the air. I'll kill myself. <laughs> no, bro. Could you imagine that news clip? Local boy ends life over unsolved mystery. Directly reference that in my suicide note as the reason. <laughs> like Jerry Simon doesn't come out and like actually make a press junket like about it. Oh my god. Maybe you like actually bring about the resurgence of Unsolved Mystery sooner, which but then inevitably it would come on Netflix anyway, so your death would just feel like half less being this that's deep. That's a deep cut, brother. <laughs> they would give you an, they would give you an, like this episode's for Brad. They would definitely do it. Tom Phil would just come out and like he'd just come out at my funeral or, or like he'd come out at a press conference. He wouldn't even come to my funeral. He'd come to a, a press conference. He'd come to a press conference. He, he'd come to a yeah. press conference he'd and he'd be, like, he'd be like suicide. I thought that was a cleaning product. And then, like, and then it, they just play him out with, like, bass riff. Larry fucking David gives you, like, a fucking little side blurb on his new show, Curb yeah. Enthusiasm. Because he's super rattled and you, like, fucking increase his depression. <laughs> Unsolved Mysteries comes back with one more episode about why. Why I, you really did why, it? Because there's no way a kid would actually do this. this. <laughs> there's just no way this kid's this diehard that he would kill himself for us, right? Mm-hmm. It has to be aliens, right? And we're not trying to make light of suicide. No, we're not. Um, but but also, my best friend in high school killed himself. So, so fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, friend. No, not that. No, I'm just kidding. But no, you do love Seinfeld and you do love Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah, yeah. As a lover of Seinfeld, I do. I'd feel really bummed if I um. Well, no, I don't know. At that point, and on that kind of road of what Seinfeld was, I'd be like, I guess that's how it should end. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, uh, well, I know it's like is really controversial. Controversial in terms of like, well, not controversial, but like. Um... I guess it just got really mixed reviews, you know? Like, yeah, because it was just such a weird kind of drop-off, the whole, like, Samaritan thing or whatever, which I liked it. I thought it was a fun dialogue. I yeah, I, th- I thought it was pretty funny. Because, honestly, I wouldn't fucking help nobody. It's fuck that shit. Like, and uh, it's just... It's just really hammering. I guess it's, like, maybe almost even a little heavy-handed, but it's kind of... I kind of like that they hammered home really the whole like vibe of the show like, yeah how like oh look they're terrible people they finally got arrested and now they literally have to face like everything they've done yeah and it closed the circuit on them because they were literally going to la or whatever to get a show made about their lives and it was oh just, yeah yeah so I it's like that. they yeah. derailed themselves being themselves yeah. like it really was perfect i liked it uh well on that note that's all I got for the time machine for this week. <laughs> Hopping out. I'm actually glad we ended on a Seinfeld talk. I like talking about Seinfeld. Yeah, I thought you'd like that. Oh, give me some Seinfeld all day. That's um, so yeah, don't call hide it about a, the Seinfeld talk. <laughs> yeah, so don't call it a fucking comeback, bitches. Um, you know, as we like to end every episode, uh, we have our socials. You know, we got the Facebook, we got the Twitter, we got the Instagram. Yeah, don't be afraid to contact us, guys. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Now and then podcast gang at gmail.com. Yes, yes. Now I do have some friends that always hit me up and I, I love you guys for that. Um, but yes, if we message have us on Instagram. Yeah, dude, we're active. We're Mes- talking. You yeah, know? Me- message us anywhere. Post on our shit, fucking comment on our shit, make fun of us, do whatever. Yeah, you trash us because we deserve it. We're pieces of shit. Oh, I mean kind of. Like- kind of. Yeah, well, we're not full pieces of shit. We got some like leaves in there, some corn. We're like healthy turds. Though. Yeah, we're like organic shits. We're like organic yes. shits. <laughs> yes. Close compost. Um, so yeah, uh, but speaking of us being a piece of shit, if you want to give us money, you can give us money on our Patreon. Um, also, but beyond that, we want ideas. We want feedback, like we said, but we want to like make an environment that you want to give us money. You know yeah. what I mean? That's the trick. That's the con. No. <laughs> That's the kind. Well, and honestly, if you guys uh like w- w- drop our what is our Patreon? Uh 
I don't know. It's like on there. It's been a while since I checked it. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. It's like the spot. Okay. Well, anyway, if you if you do donate or you it's do not with the podcast. You just you you put those in the thing and Google will take it. If you I promise. If, if you were to contribute, you know, you definitely one get at least a shout out from us for sure. You're gonna get a full on shout yeah, out. Yeah, full on shout. Maybe out. even production credits. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Don't you want production? Yeah, cards? you want to be executive producer of our show. What if we told you we'll make you like a limited card? Oh huh? my gosh! Yeah, we'll make you a business card. Yeah, dude. Um, and see, that's what we're talking about. That's kind of shit. You get the ground floor level with us. Don't you want to be there with us? And then we we'll make it to the tippy top. You're there too. And real talk, if anybody like donates, like if if it's if it's anything like decent, yeah, uh, bro, I'll make you something. Yeah, I'm not even, I'm not even like just. Out of pure, could you imagine admiration? And for this, it. you craft things, dude. Like you make yeah. jewelry, you do shit. I'll show. Up, I'll make you a handmade now and then podcast gang T-shirt because I'm kind of already working on that anyway. Hell yeah, dude! So, so that's what we got brewing. Look at us, we're synchronized, saying so together. Yeah, guys, just give us money, money, please. <laughs> no. But thanks for listening. Uh, get seriously, hit us up on social media because we really yeah. want to hear from you guys. We do. Uh, we want to know how you're doing. Because when we say have a great week, we mean that shit. So give us updates on your week, your life. And uh, just, we love you. Yes. And as they do anything else? No, just vibrate higher, babies. All right, thanks for listening, guys. Canteen! Canteen a bitch!